You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fired up the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm your Monday host, Bo Brock, daily host of Locked On Cardinals. I encourage you to check me and my co-host Alex Clancy out on a daily basis. Today's episode, it's brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Network at B-O-B-R-A-C-K. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe Leave a review rating. Tell us what you love about this podcast. Tell us where you think we can improve. We appreciate anything from you guys. Follow along on Spotify as well or wherever you get your podcasts. Busy podcast today. The Dolphins are locking up their leading tackler long term. I'll give you the details of that deal. And did you see the comments from Patrick Mahomes' new blindside protector, Orlando Brown? Yeah, he's saying all the right things. And if he can be a man of his word... It's going to be bad news for the rest of the NFL. I'll tell you what Brown said in a few minutes in our news and notes portion from over the weekend. And getting into today's show, Kyler Murray, could he become a legit two-sport athlete? Now, I'm not talking about his eSports career. I'm talking about baseball. I'm talking, of course, about football, where he's the starting quarterback franchise pillar for the Arizona Cardinals going forward. Can he make a run at the big leagues, my Locked On Cardinals co-host Alex Clancy is going to join me to examine whether or not Kyler could be that two-sport star and why he keeps that door open still for baseball, where he was drafted ninth overall by the Oakland Athletics. Plus, Jake Lisko tells us if Joe Burrow can reclaim his top spot as the best quarterback coming out of the 2020 NFL Draft. The bulk of the NFL has put their OTAs, their mandatory minicamps, in the rearview mirror. They just start to prep for training camp. But Phase 3 continues for a few more days until June 18th. As I mentioned, the Dolphins, they're locking up their leading tackler, signing linebacker Jerome Baker to a three-year, $39 million contract extension. Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, reports the deal, and the extension includes $28.4 million guaranteed Baker combined for 238 tackles in the past two seasons, racking up a career-high seven sacks last season. Miami selected Baker in the third round in the 2018 draft out of Ohio State. He had a less-than-stellar pro football focus grade of 55.2, but Brian Flores, the Dolphins organization, they feel comfortable enough. They want to lock up Jerome Baker. Make sure to tune in to Kyle Krabs of Locked on Dolphins for more info More details on the extension. And it looks like Le'Veon Bell is torching any chance of a return to Kansas City. Said over the weekend, quote, I'll never play for Andy Reid again. I'd retire first. If you're keeping count, that's now three NFL organizations that Bell has now burned bridges with. Bell didn't play in the Chiefs' final two playoff games. you got to imagine that played into his comments This is after maintaining a modest role with the Chiefs after being a midseason arrival after the Jets just cut bait on Bell. 29-year-old options, you'd have to imagine, are limited as far as playing in 2021. He remains unsigned. Speaking of the Chiefs, new Chiefs starting left tackle Orlando Brown Jr. says, quote, I'm going to make sure no one in the world, in the world, touches Pat Mahomes Guy just had his first kid. He just got married. I I don't think you're going to keep his wife and child away from him, but if you're keeping oncoming NFL tacklers away from Patrick Mahomes, I think you'll be all right. 
you know, I think that Andy Reid and general manager Brett Veach of the Chiefs were masterful in rebuilding Kansas City's O-line this offseason after their pretty poor Super Bowl performance. We all remember Mahomes running around, uh, even with Kyle Long's knee injury that's going to potentially sideline him into the regular season. And I mentioned last week that Packers president Mark Murphy suggested that both sides, the organization and quarterback Aaron Rodgers, stay quiet while they work things out. He can't stop talking about his embattled quarterback, Rodgers. Murphy brought up Ted Thompson, the former general manager who passed away earlier this year. He said, quote, He often talked about Aaron, and he's just... It wasn't just Aaron. A lot of different players, he would say... He's a complicated fella, close quote from Mark Murphy talking about the late Ted Thompson. But, I mean, if you're asking me, tell me you can't fix things with Aaron Rodgers without telling me you can't fix things with Aaron Rodgers, that's one way to do it. Uh, Things remain dysfunctional after Rodgers, he was not there for mandatory minicamp. Five-time Pro Bowl cornerback Richard Sherman says he wants to be on a team that's competing for a championship, and that's what he's focused for. That's what he tells Bloomberg Television. He said, quote, when it comes, that's where I'll be, close quote. And I don't doubt that Richard Sherman will draw contenders' attention as he's on the open market, as he's been all offseason long. But as far as securing the bag, getting a big payday, especially long-term guaranteed dollars, that's where I think he might fall short. He'll once again likely have to prove himself at the age of 33 and then try again on the free agent market next offseason. To wrap up minicamp with the Arizona Cardinals quarterback, Kyler Murray continues to keep the door open to playing baseball. Could Kyler be coming to the big leagues soon? I'm joined by my Locked On Cardinals co-host Alex Clancy to answer that question. We've got a pair of NBA playoff games on tap tonight. You like the Sixers as three-point favorites on the road against the Hawks, or how about... The Clippers is four and a half point favorites at home hosting the Jazz. BetOnline.ag is the best and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season in full swing. You can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the news, odds, and info for all your sporting news. Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, all your UFC, MMA action. Is there a reality TV star taking on a YouTuber? Do you want odds on that? Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop, your cell, and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as your team is making their run in the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag. Use your mobile device. Sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. It's the Lockdown NFL Podcast. Kyler Murray continues to tease himself as a two-sport star. Three, if you consider esports a, uh, a, a career, which, look, he's making money. I don't know if I'm going to put it right there up with uh, Major League Baseball, the NFL. But I bring on my Lockdown Cardinals co-host, Alex Clancy. Alex, Kyler recently said this as the Cardinals wrapped up minicamp last week, that uh, basically if he was giving, given the opportunity, he would for sure, he would definitely go for it talking about playing professional baseball. We're not going to see Kyler play baseball anytime soon. No, we're not. But I, we, we talked about this a little bit on the last the show last week. Um, baseball was his high school girlfriend. You know, it was one of his, it was his first love. And then this bigger batter, somebody that was out of his league, it seemed like even though he was a, a hell of a football player in Texas, still may go down as the, the best high school player to ever play in the state of Texas. Um, 
kind of swept him away from his high school sweetheart. And then, you know, the, the rest is history. I would love to see him play baseball, Bo, because I just – he rivets me. Right. Kyler Murray does. Like, he's he's an introvert, but he's got swag, but he plays video games. He doesn't go out, but he seems to be the coolest dude in the room all the time. He's just a nice little hodgepodge of a bunch of different personalities into one. It's a bit of a throwback, you and I, about the same – we are the same age, and we grew up. We saw Deion Sanders. We watched Bo Jackson do it. Uh, but, you know, Arizona Cardinals fans would tell you differently. I mean, that's not exactly a uh, – the, the your take is not the the popular one amongst Cardinals fans. Like, do you say that with the idea that Kyle Murray could do both and excel at least still excel at the quarterback position for the Cards? Yeah, I mean, but like, it's not going to happen, right? It's not going to happen agree. unless you know when he's thirty one or thirty two and he's like, I don't want to take hits anymore. I made a boatload of money. Let's see if I can get into a two A 2A or a double A, you know, uh, camp and see if I can make it up to the bigs. Like that's more what we'd see when he's done with football is when he'd go play baseball, right? No doubt about it. I mean, we're talking about Tim Tebow, but with all the talent in the world, a guy with the ability yeah. to do both. Drafted number one overall quarterback, and he had thirty-seven total touchdowns last year. You know, and then also he was drafted ninth overall by the Oakland Athletics. I mean, he he's not a guy that's just going to be uh, a name to put butts in the seats. I think that he could absolutely do it, but. You know, we're not talking about a running back. We're not talking about a cornerback. We're talking about a guy that has to be absolutely just fully invested in playing the quarterback position. Yeah, and and when you talk about Deion and Bo Jackson, I mean, Bo Jackson was probably a better baseball player than football player. And Deion Sanders was an interesting one because he was obviously one of the first corners to ever take away half the field. And then, you know, he went and played baseball. Like, it just, it did, it was a little weird. Like, with Kyler Murray... For him to be able, even though he went, what, nine overall? Nice. For him to be able to just roll in and make it to the bigs with, with less than a year in tri- double or triple A, it's it's a little far-fetched. Yeah, and as you mentioned, he's a quarterback. I mean, th- there's not a better position in American professional sports than quarterback of an NFL franchise, let alone one who is part of this movement to change the position into this two-way guy who can run and throw the ball effectively. Right, and when we're talking to early 90s, even the quarterback position wasn't seeing the money that QBs are seeing now. The Dak Prescott deal where he's going to make upwards of $40 million. We saw uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes sign a $500 million deal. You know, Kyler Murray, if, if he you know takes the, he tries to play both sports, Major League Baseball, he's like entry level. Like he's He's gonna have to. Like, he's going to have to cut his time between being a forty million dollar potential player at the NFL level and then being an entry level player at the major league level. I just don't see it happening. And when he says opportunity, Alex, I think he's saying, "All right, if the stars align and the A's or whatever major league baseball organization at that time has his rights, it's like, okay, come play center field for us. We're gonna bat you first and we're gonna start you." I don't think that exists. It doesn't. But, I mean, it, let me ask you this. So, say you just get a bio right. of who Kyler Murray is without height and weight, like personality traits. He's a baseball player, which is a weird little just, I don't know, infusion into what a, an NFL professional quarterback is supposed to be. You know, like the the Patrick Mahomes with the smile, the Aaron Rodgers with the edge, the Dak Press. Like, he's not like um, he's not a magnetic figure, but that's okay. Baseball players, the majority of them, unless you're Mookie, again, with the smile and the defensive acumen and his ability to hit also, like he's closer to a Mike Trout than he is an NFL quarterback. 
which is like just an interesting little wrinkle into this whole story. But yeah, I mean, this is Looney Tunes to think that any Major League Baseball organization not named, you know, not in the bottom third of the of Major League Baseball just trying to sell tickets would ever do what you said. I mean, it's not out of the realm. Right. We've seen crazier things happen. But yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty far-fetched. At Clancy's Corner, Bo Brock hanging out with Alex Clancy, my co-host for the uh, Locked on Cardinals podcast. We talk about it on a daily basis. And, you know, Kyler Murray is, uh, we, we'd want to see it happen. I mean, we're seeing it in Major League Baseball right now for the first time since really kind of Babe Ruth, where a guy is excelling on both sides of the of the ball, I should say. You know, Shohei Otani is pitching at a high level and he's hitting at a high level. People are like, well, okay, if this can happen then maybe we could see this for the first time happen with Kyler Murray. And I would say that, you know, it's an emphatic yes around the nation, you know, without the Arizona Cardinals fans. They're like, no, 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 we want him to focus on what he needs to focus. And that's well, getting the organization their first Super Bowl. Isn't the interesting part, though, like with, with Cardinals fans, when you think about this, we we talk about this, that – you have to you have to like walk on eggshells around Kyler Murray because <laughs> yes. he's too good for this organization. <laughs> like, oh my God, he's he's a star. We don't know what to do with stars here right. in Phoenix. Like that's it's totally from that camp where it's like, no, he's ours. Right, he's our player. He's our star. We've never had a star like this. Even Larry Fitzgerald coming out of college didn't have the pub that Kyler Murray did going number one overall. And obviously, Larry Fitzgerald immediately, even though he was the best receiver in in college that year, and he went he went top five. Kyler Murray coming in, not only was he a star, but he was more polarizing than Fitz has ever been mm-hmm. because Fitz is the level, is just a model of consistency. That's where Cardinals fans are like, no, we're not sharing. We're not sharing. <laughs> and let, But Bo, like say it's the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Say the Diamondbacks trade a couple prospects and they get the rights to Kyler Murray. Do you see it where he, like, I, I don't just don't see him riding a bus. No. No, he's not going to make $40 million a year, ride a bus in the minor league system and work, you know, go 0 for 4 with three strikeouts and then want to go watch game film and make sure he's up to date with, you know, uh, the entire defensive scheme of the Los Angeles Rams. He's just, that's just too much on one guy's plate and then also be a star with Bronny James on his esports team. It's just, <laughs> it's, it is becoming a lot. And I do see how, you know, the Arizona Cardinals fans should be territorial because when you look at their franchise, especially since they've come to the desert, I mean, outside of, Maybe Jake the Snake Plumber. I mean, that's a big if. He threw 20 interceptions, I think, four times in his career. Uh, but Matt Leiner was a flop. Josh Rosen was a flop. And then you had to bring in some guys at the end of their career and Kurt Warner and Carson Palmer to actually play the position at a high level. Cardinals fans should be territorial and be like, no, don't mess with this. This is our franchise guy. We He's ours. Yeah. And I mean, especially with how big this third year is for him and, and the organization with the moves they made this offseason, getting so much older, but getting more, obviously more experienced. It's like, you shouldn't be thinking about anything else besides the 17 weeks ahead of you starting week one in, t- in Tennessee. And um, I get that. I yeah. get the rationale behind it. But Bo, when we talk on podcasts about the Arizona Cardinals, <laughs> when there's a new conversation that we could talk about, we're going to talk about it. And that's why we talk about it. Right. No doubt about it. Yeah. If, if, if he's not going to put this one to bed, that's the biggest question that I have. It's like, yeah. why why doesn't he just be like, ah, I'm not going to talk about baseball and, until you know, I've done what I want to do as far as my NFL career is concerned. But he, he does kind of tantalize people and tease people. I, I don't know why he just doesn't put it to bed. But that's, that's, that's probably one that we'll not know the answer for. Why won't he just say, ah, I'll talk about that 
in 10 years. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, follow him on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Listen to him with me on a daily basis. Locked on Cardinals. Alex, thanks, man. Of course. Thanks for having me. Kyler Murray, absolutely an exciting young quarterback. Another one, the top pick in the 2020 draft, is making his way back from a knee injury. Can Joe Burrow regain his spot as the best quarterback from his draft class? We're going to talk to Jake Lisko of Locked On Bengals. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the best tasting protein bar ever, Built Bar. It's where tasty and healthy, those worlds collide. And right now, they've got a great offer on their website where you can get yourself a free Built Traver Cooler with every bar purchase if you order now. BuiltBar.com. 100% real chocolate and 100% delicious and 100% nutritious. Check it out. Nine flavors, all amazing, plus limited time flavors always on the website. Coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and my personal favorite, salted caramel. All the bars, well, this is what most flavors have as far as nutritional stats. 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com, get yourself that travel cooler, or on your first order, use the promo code LOCKED15. And you'll get 15% off your first order. That's using the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Can I tell you when I'm the most pessimistic? It's when I'm dealing with auto parts. Because I'm very vulnerable in those situations. I don't know the most about cars. But I've figured it out. RockAuto.com. It's a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of of manufacturers. Chain stores have a different price tier for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everyone and reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and it does not require membership or account login. Right now, you can go to RockAuto.com. You can see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on and how did you hear about us? So they know that we sent you. It's amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Bo Brock hanging out with you on a Monday edition of Locked on NFL. You hear this guy every Thursday. You hear him on a daily basis, Locked on Bengals. And there's a ton of hype surrounding 2020 top pick Joe Burrow as uh, he kind of returns from a brutal knee, knee injury. Jake Lisko joins us, Locked on Bengals. Early returns from Joe Burrow's. Return, Jake, uh, including improved arm strength. What should we expect from the second-year signal caller despite the injury? It's interesting, that improved arm strength conversation, because (laughs) I go back and forth on how feasible that really is. On the one hand, you've got multiple receivers and tight ends commenting about the ball coming out a little bit sharper. On the other hand, you don't really see mature quarterbacks improving their velocity a ton. And Joe Burrow, you know, not necessarily quote-unquote mature, but not a 21, 22-year-old either. So a little bit older for a second-year quarterback, right? So the velocity conversation has been very interesting because it's just hard to know if it's real or how much of it's real. But expectations in Cincinnati certainly are high. Him just getting back for OTAs was a surprise to some. But the way he was talking about it, the way he attacked his rehab, I personally wasn't surprised. My, my co-host of Locked On Bengals, James Rapine, was surprised, but happy to see him out there. They have been handling it with, with kid gloves, so 
you know, we'll, we'll see if they step it up at all in minicamp this week or just wait for any sort of bodies to be near him for training camp. I mean, regardless, it's exciting. I mean, because we only got uh, a couple games from Joe Burrow, enough to get everybody hyped for year two with this guy. But uh, I don't think that this is an RG3 scenario where they're going to rush him back. It doesn't sound like that at all. And if there is anything that they're going to be extra uh, cautious, precautious. You would you would expect them to be, but uh, he is out there at OTAs pretty early to the point when some in the national media were like, what are they doing? Why is he out there already? Why is he not in bubble? You know, at some point, Joe Burrow is going to get hit and play football again. Now, that isn't something that's going to happen in June or July or August. But at some point, the guy's going to play football again. He wants to play in a preseason game. He said in his press conference a few weeks ago now that he would like to get a series or two in the preseason, but it would depend on conversations with doctors, coaches, and and obviously Bengals ownership very involved with that sort of thing. So that's his mentality. He is a crazy competitor, as mm-hmm. we all know at this point. And, you know, his family was in Florida on vacation, wanted him to go to like Disney with them or something. He's like, no, I got to rehab. And, and that's his mentality, right? So I think that I, I can see the excitement. And if he can get back, and it sounds like he's going to be back for week one, he was really starting to figure things out around the time he got hurt. And the offense was sort of starting to hit its stride a little bit for the Bengals around that time last year. So expectations, I think, within the building are quite high for the second-year quarterback. Let's get into some silly season because this is kind of the downtime as far as the NFL is concerned. The news cycle actually pretty slow these days between now and the start of training camp. So let's just start some wild debates. As I'm joined here by Jake Lisko, of course, you can listen to him here on the Locked On NFL podcast on Thursdays and, of course, daily on Locked On Bengals. Where does Burrow, in your opinion, stack up with the rest of the quarterbacks around the league, can he rise this season to become a top 10 quarterback and more importantly, regain his top 2021 quarterback status ahead of Justin Herbert? Yeah, I think he can. Do I think he will? I I don't know. I'm never the type to make crazy bold hot takes and those that listen to me regularly would know that, but he still has everything that made him the consensus number one quarterback in that class And Justin Herbert had a fantastic year. He was much better than I thought he would be throwing the ball deep downfield. He's always had that great arm and maybe he was muzzled a little bit or Oregon. That seems to be the prevailing theory. But we also know that courtesy of PFF, deep ball throwing is not necessarily stable year over year. And the areas that are stable and the reason PFF is so bullish that I like to talk about all the time because it gets Cincinnati fans hyped is that in all the things that are stable metrics, throwing from a clean pocket, intermediate throwing, that sort of thing. Joe Burrow was a top 10 quarterback last year in the NFL. So if the deep ball comes back and I say comes back because he was elite at it with Jamar Chase, who he now has a wide receiver back at LSU two years ago, then he's already, I think, a top 10 quarterback, or at least on the very fringes of that because you have some of the old guard that are still very, very good, and they'll still be around in the NFL this year, but certainly can push that envelope. And it would have been really fun to see the Burrow-Herbert rookie of the year race down the stretch last year if Burrow didn't get hurt because I think it probably would have been close. And for all the numbers that Herbert put up, uh, 
I, I do think the Bengals offense was starting to click a little bit. They had some 30 point games out there against the best defense in the league. One of the better defenses in the leagues. I, I shouldn't say best defense in the league in Washington. When Burrow got hurt, mm-hmm. they were absolutely shredding the Washington football team in the first half. So I think that the arrow is certainly pointing up and the big question is going to be, did they do enough for the offensive line? That's been the question all off season. And that's a question that we really won't have answered until we see what the plan is for week one. You mentioned Jamar Chase, early insights on the rookie out of LSU, reuniting him with his quarterback where they just put up absolutely crazy numbers, NCAA 2014 type numbers. And with an extra game creates opportunities for more thousand yard performances. Guys who are on the outside looking in, your co-host James Rapian, he outlines a bold prediction from NFL Network's Nate Burleson. Four thousand yard skill position players, the three wide receivers, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Bur- Boyd, and then of course running back Joe Mixon getting a thousand yards on the ground. Is that feasible? Is it feasible? I think so. With 17 games, right? With the way this team is structured, I don't think that they're a team that's trying to grind out wins. Looking at how they've had to revamp the entire defense, yes, Jesse Bates is very good at safety, but the cornerbacks have never played for the Bengals before. All three starting cornerbacks are brand new. And so Trey Waynes, he was signed last year, but he was hurt. He didn't play at all last year, so he'll be starting for the first time for the Bengals this year. Jadobia Wuzier comes from Dallas, coming off an injury-riddled year and, and a new defense for him. So he's learning another new defense. And Mike Hilton comes from a division rival, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So three new starters at corner, a totally new defensive line with really only one player who played significant snaps last year returning and Sam Hubbard because DJ Reader was hurt last year. So the defense doesn't strike me as a unit that's going to be trying to grind out games. And the offense, you, you have tons of weapons. And you have a quarterback in a in a offensive play caller and Zach Taylor who loved to throw the ball, who loved to go empty. The the big difference this year should be, I think they'll be under center more. I think they'll go away from the inside zone that they led the league in running last year and run more outside zone with the return of Frank Pollock coaching the offensive line of Bill Callahan disciple from his time in Dallas before he came to Cincinnati previously and then went to New York before he returned to Cincinnati. So you'll see more under center, more wide zone, more play action off of that look. But if those guys stay healthy, I think with 17 games, the way this team wants to play games, a thousand yards from, from each of them is feasible. But the health question is is pretty mm-hmm. massive, right? In a 17-game NFL season, I, I really wonder what attrition will look like late in the season with that extra game. No doubt about it. Great stuff from Jake Lisko of Locked On Bengals. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Jake Lisko. That's going to do it for me, Bo Brock. Make sure you're following me at B-O-B-R-A-C-K. And, of course, at Locked On Network. Tomorrow on the Locked On NFL podcast, your guys Ross Jackson and Lucas Braun. They're going to take you around the league, plus some fantasy football conversation as always. If you haven't subscribed already on Apple Podcasts, please do so. Leave a review. Leave a rating where we could do better, what you love about the podcast. We certainly appreciate it. Also follow along on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great rest of your Monday. Great week. I'll talk to you next week. Get all your sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on Odyssey or wherever you get your podcasts.